and welcome to Philly and the Over, a brand new Philadelphia-based sports gambling podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Joe Simonera. I'm joined by Shane Curran. Shane, tell us what's on tap for today. NFL Week 1 bets. All right, time to cash in. It is time for Week 1 NFL bets. It's back. It's back. We, we've been waiting. We've been patiently waiting. It is here. Uh, we we get to finally, finally, Gamble on some legit, not preseason, NFL games. I'm so excited. I cannot door- wait. You know, I know this is not... Um, I placed this- eight bets already, Joe. <laughs> All right. Eight bets. It's it's crazy. Is there, is there even eight games? Um, no, you know, this is uh, this is this is not Gamblers Anonymous, although, although it might turn into it. But I should I should admit that during COVID, I bet on simulated Madden games. So so that's how much I missed the NFL. So I and I actually have had you know just just about how I do on the NFL. So lose money. Um, anyway, let's dive. Let's just dive right in. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through the list of games. We're gonna we're gonna give our takes. If we have a lock, we'll let you know what the lock is. And it just so happened, Shane, on, on my sheet here. The first game I'm going to go over, I have a lock. It is the Ravens at the Jets. Uh, the Jets are plus seven, and the total is 44 and a half. Shane, your thoughts. All right. So this is actually one of the games that I've already bet. I got it at six and a half. And would you say it's Ooh. at now? Seven? Seven. Okay, so this first thing about this game that I didn't understand, right? So the, the line's at six and a half leading up to the week. They don't know who the starter is. They don't know if it's Flacco or Wilson. Mm-hmm. It gets announced that it's Flacco, and it goes up. If it was announced that it was Wilson, would it have stayed the same? In what scenario would that line not have gone up? You either get Flacco, who's, what, 40 years old, yeah, going he in throw, there. He can't, he's a quarterback who can't throw a football anymore. Or you get Zach Wilson, who hasn't played football in a month. Yep. I mean, which one would you, like, why would that line not, why was it not set higher beforehand? Like what, what was odd. being expected? So either way, so I, I got a six and a half. Luckily, this is one of my locks of the week. I think um, this is probably the the rare exception that you'll see throughout the rest of my picks, but this is uh, like the one favorite that, that I truly love this week. I think the Ravens are just, if you look at where we project these teams to finish, we've talked about the Ravens on multiple pods so far. We both expect them to compete to win that division, to be one of the better teams in the AFC. And we both think the Jets suck and are going to be at the bottom of the AFC. It, it's easy to me. This is uh, this is the Ravens. I'm on it too. I I, I unfortunately was not uh, not hip to it like you were early on. I, I had to get it at minus seven, but it is a lock for me. The Ravens are... Look, seven is a lot of points in the NFL. The Ravens are so much better. They're just so much better. No matter who plays quarterback for the Jets, the Ravens are just so much better. So that is, wow, our first, first game we discussed, we're on the same side with a lock. Let's see if we can keep it going because... Uh, the second game on my sheet here, and I'm not doing this intentionally, I also have a lock on. Now, I only have four plays, so we're getting two out of the way right now. Uh, second game, Browns at Panthers. Right now, I'm saying it's a pickup, and the total is 42. All right, so this this is an interesting game. This line, I believe it opened at, yeah, it did. It opened at Cleveland minus four, mm-hmm. and now I'm seeing it at, let's see, the... Oh wow, it swung back. Cleveland minus one and a half. So this this line's been moving all over the place because this got to uh Carolina minus one and a half at one point. So we're looking so, at Carolina right now. What you have is Carolina plus one and a half. Yeah, it is. Uh so this is this is a really interesting game because I've actually flip-flopped a few times on this and it it has a lot to do with where the spread is. So when it was uh Carolina plus four, 
I loved it. I love Carolina in that scenario. Give me the home dog week one. You mm-hmm. don't know what to expect out of the Browns. Uh, the, the Baker revenge game, as you want to call it. Uh, as this line has been moving around a little bit, I've moved it into that. I don't know what the hell is going to happen. You know, we talked on the, uh, the preview pod about uh, the over-unders and Cleveland was set at eight and a half. And that was the biggest line that jumped out to me. I thought that should have been set to like six and a half. So yep. clearly I'm not high on Cleveland and this is a, this is stay away from me. It's the one that I'm, I'm not touching. Lock for me. And if I'm getting Carolina plus one and a half, then you can just inject that into my veins right now because that's easy. I, I, I'm taking the Panthers in my survivor pool week one. That That's, that's, that's how, <laughs> how, how sure I am of this. And basically, what it comes down to is this: buying back in in week two. <laughs> no, never. I, I'm. I am. I, I don't think we're going to give out survivor picks. And if you want to, you can. I am horrible. I think the furthest I've gotten is like week five. I'm so <laughs> bad at it. My strategy is like, don't waste a good team, then take an absolute lock. Don't waste a good team, absolute lock. And and I always lose on the lock. But anyway, uh, I'm going Panthers. If I can get a plus one and a half, I would take it. I would take it at a pick them um, if that's all it's available. But you know, if they are a home dog or, or a home pick them, uh, that, that, that is something that I'm, I'm always interested in, but what it comes down to is, is Matt rule is preparing for the run because Jacoby Brissett can't throw the ball. So you're preparing for the run. If you can't stop the run, then they, well, they, that, they, that's the thing. Do they have the, the, I mean, the Browns offensive line is one of the top five in the, in the league. Right, you know, yeah. that is the game plan though. You know, that's the game. Plan. Oh, yeah, that's be, what here, yep. Nick Chubb, take the ball 30 times. Uh, are they going to be able to? We talked about how they, what was it, three, four years ago, they spent Matt Rule, first year as a head coach, they spent every single pick on the defensive side. So these guys now have the experience. Last year, they got JC J. Horn, the, uh, yep. the highly touted uh, quarterback. Order. He's coming yep. back after after uh, the, the season-ending injury last year. I mean, their defense should be pretty good. Can they stop the run? Can they stop that even though they know it's coming? Yep. Moving on. All right. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I do. I do think the rules are good enough coach. I think that, and, and, and I mean, you said it earlier, Baker revenge game. Baker is the kind of guy who is motivated by this. Um, absolutely. 100%. He, he's, he's got that swagger. He's motivated by this kind of game. So I'm very confident in Carolina this week. Uh, now a game that I do not have a play on and will be paying uh, next to no attention to is the Colts at Texans. Uh, the Colts are minus seven, and the total I have is uh, 45 and a half. Shane, anything here? I love this oh, game. Oh, boy. I love it. I love it. Give oh, me those boy. points. Give me those division dog points. I got a stat for you, Joe. You Ready? are oddly high on the Texans this year. I, I, I can't wrap my head around it. No. So, th- so this game specifically is, I mean, it does seem that way. I, I, pick, <laughs> I, picked, uh, I picked them twice. Now, the division dogs in week one, since 2005, they have gone 58, 36, and two against the spread. That is a 62% win percentage. Joe, wow. that's professional. All you have to do, take division dogs okay. week one. There's going to be a trend here with some of these other upcoming picks. You're getting seven and a half points against division, a division opponent. It's very difficult to beat a division opponent twice in the same year. Give me seven and a half points week one, Houston. All right. Not for me. Moving on. We got the Jaguars at the Commanders. Uh, the Commanders are minus two and a half. The total is 44. I do have a play on this game. How about you? Yeah, so uh, I wouldn't consider this one of my one of my four locks, but I do like the Jaguars. Two and a half seems like a lot of points for for 
for the commanders to be giving anyone. Now they are a home team. Carson Wentz is favored against Doug Peterson by two and a half points. The commander's defense should be pretty good this year. The Jaguars are a question mark. We talked about this. They seem to be one of those teams that neither of us are, are too high on this year, but I'm starting to change my tune about that a little bit. They do have a lot of talent up and down this roster. And, uh, you know, now that they finally have some coaching, it's going to be, I don't know. Let's, let, let's see what happens. I, I, give me the points. Me too. I, I, I think Jacksonville could very well win this game outright. I think they, um, will show some people, okay, this is, this is a different Jaguars team. This is not the urban Meyer era. This is, this is a new team. Uh, and, and I, like you said, I mean, I, Carson Wentz just, it, it, what's, what's he going to do? What's he going to do? I, I just don't, I don't, I, I don't say it. Uh, yeah. Give me, give Talk me about a revenge game as well. So yeah. He, who yeah. is it? The Jaguars that eliminate the Colts last year when Carson Wentz had that, uh, oh. left-handed pass in the end zone. So, oh man, he's, it's going to be a, a tough way for him to start. Yeah. So give me that. Um, all right, moving moving on, and well, we're going to get my last lock out of the way early. Uh, Patriots at Dolphins. The Dolphins are minus three and a half, and the total is 46 and a half. Shane, anything on this one? No, honestly, no. I'm staying away from this one. I think it really comes down to Belichick. I'm, everything I read screams take the Dolphins, except for the fact that Belichick is the head coach of the Patriots. He's had multiple weeks to prepare for Tua. Uh, I think what we're going to see out of the Dolphins is they're just going to be so fast. I mean, between Waddle, Hill, and Mosert that they got, uh, their back, I think he's going to be their backup running back behind Chase Edmonds to start the year. They're going to be a really fast team. Sure. Uh, that being said, I'm staying away. I am not. And I think that, uh, that, that Joe Public will be on the Dolphins, but I am not Joe Public. I'm taking the Pats plus three and a half. Uh, and, and I talk about it a lot during college, during our college uh, betting shows. It's so, so important not to buy into hype. They don't play the games on paper. They don't, they don't, they don't play the games, you know, when, when guys run the 40, uh, they play the games on the field. And one of the best on-field coaches is, is Bill Belichick. So it's tough to bet, bet against that guy. And how much better is Tua than Mac Jones? What has Tua done? What, what have we seen it? Is that what, I, do you, are people saying that Tua is better than Mac Jones? I haven't heard that. I don't know, but why, why are people so high on the Dolphins? It, it, I, I can't wrap my head around it. I, I, I can't wrap my head around it. I, I, I don't know. I mean, they have they have weapons now. Waddle, Hill, can two get them the ball? I don't know, maybe, but I'm not, I'm not going to risk that on week one. Give me give me the Patriots and give me that three and a half, and I'm done. So Shane, you can take the show the rest of the way. <laughs> but no, I, I am confident. So those are those are my four locks. Let's uh, continue to get to the rest of yours. Moving on, uh, and this is another uh, divisional game. So <laughs> let's see let's see how how true you are to that principle. Uh, Saints at Falcons. Uh, the Falcons, or I'm sorry, the Saints are minus five and a half, and the total is 42 and a half, Shane. Divisional game, Falcons getting five and a half. You taking it? I've already taken the Falcons, but it is not one of my locks. Uh, this is one of the few that, Just that, on that really principle. scare me. It's an ugly bet. It's an ugly bet, right? No, no one's excited to take the Falcons in this situation, but if you look at the numbers, it says take the Falcons. It says take the Falcons. And, you know, what, what, what would you look for in this game? So the one thing that really stands out is Atlanta's secondary actually is pretty good. They had two cornerbacks rated in the top 12. Uh, so uh, Pro Football Focus does ratings every year of positional players. And the Falcons actually have two great cornerbacks. Do I know their names? No, because it's the Falcons. <laughs> However, 
the strength of you could have just made up two names right there and no one would have ever questioned it <laughs> the strength of the saints is their passing game michael thomas chris olave jarvis landry you have james winston who can sling the ball around i think if they can sort of slow that down right uh now it's going to be alvin kamara trying to trying to win it for himself and let's see what um let's see what the Falcons can do now that they have, you know, that, that run pass option at quarterback Marcus yep. Mariota. It's also interesting. It's Marcus Mariota versus Jameis Winston on different teams in their draft. That is, that is weird. Yeah. I yeah. feel like that, that should be a headline somewhere, but, uh, yeah. but it's not, that, that um, is interesting. yeah, give, give, give me the Falcons. Uh, not one of my locks, not one of my four locks, but give me the Falcons. All right. Moving on. Now I, I'm very curious to see what you play on this, uh, judging by our, um, Eagle schedule breakdown because it is the Eagles. They are at the Lions. I see a line right now at a uh, Lions are plus four at home. Totals forty eight and a half. Uh, a lot of hype on the birds. What What are your thoughts, Shane? Yeah. So early on, I, I was really high on the Lions. I'm starting to sway from that, and I think it's just the 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 homerism in me coming out. Uh, I've heard some some interesting reports coming out about the uh, the the Lions' offensive line. Uh, they lost one of their guards. They're trying to move some pieces around now. That's mm. supposed to be their strength of the team. Uh, top three or top five rated offensive line by by Pro Football Focus. Uh, I still lean toward the Lions. Thinking back to last year, they played every team tough, really fought it out till the end. There were so many fourth quarter comebacks that team had came close, didn't win. So uh, would I be surprised if Hertz goes in there and just completely dominates? No, I wouldn't. But give me the uh, give me the plus four. Not one of my locks, but I'll take the points. Yeah, I. I- the similar thought on you is if Hertz goes in and dominates, would you be surprised? No. And I, I think Hertz does go in and dominate this game. I'm not, I'm definitely not going to play because I think it could be closer than people think. Uh, but I, I do think that the, the Eagles win this game outright, but it could be a little bit closer than people think. Yeah. And for, for the, for the fancy, uh, fancy folks out there, I think this is a big Devonte Smith game. Yeah. I think, I think this is really where he, uh, he, he puts his foot down and, and introduces himself to the league. I could see it. Absolutely. All right, moving on. Another divisional game, Steelers at Bengals. Uh, The Bengals are minus six and a half. The total is 44 and a half. Shane? I looked looked long and hard at this game. What what, do you think? Love the Steelers. Love it. Lock it in. Yeah. All right. Plus six and a half. Give me the dog. Lock it in. So as you look at this game, right, everything lines up for the Bengals. Last year, the... Bengals knocked out the Steelers uh, to to really clinch that division toward the, I think it might've been the last game of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the things that really point up toward the Steelers, they finally have uh, a quarterback that's not just standing back there that can't move. Trubisky can actually move around the pocket. I think that's really going to help them. Now their offensive line is atrocious, but you look around their, their skill position, their skill position players are some of the best in the league. And really? yeah. as we think back to their defense, I mean, TJ Watt is, back-to-back sack leading champion uh in the nfl and last year he did it missing a few games i think he's uh we'll, we'll see how we'll see how united that that new bengals offensive line is but uh division game give me six and a half points that's, that's a lot, a lot of, of points that's, that's, that's why, a lot yeah, of points i, I really just, just up at take it, the but... points do it take the points right, maybe you can talk me into it later we'll see all right moving on uh 49ers at bears uh the bears are uh, plus seven at home. And the total is 40 and a half. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I'm probably going to take the bears in here as well. Uh, it's one of the teams that we are, we're not high on, but again, it's seven points early in the year. We don't know much about either of these teams. We're banking on Trey Lance making it's his first start, right? Yes. His uh, first start. Yes. 
on the road. And uh, I think that what Shanahan's strategy should be in this game is to really not have to make Lance do too much. It's really going to be, hey, we're the better team. Let's just go in there and win, whether it's ugly or not. So I think he's really going to try and slow down the game, uh, really focus behind that offensive line and and just just chew up chew up the clock between short passes to Debo and Ayuk. Uh, I think there's going to be several instances where Lance just shows why he was drafted that high and just really yeah. unleashes the arm. But I think it's going to be a low scoring game. And I think the, uh, the over under really indicates that it's 40 right. and a half. So 40 yep. and a half with a seven point, um, a seven point favorite that, I don't know, something really stands out to me there. So I will be taking the, uh, the points there, but like all these games are ugly. All these picks that yeah. I'm making are ugly, but give me, just give me the points. It's week one. Give me the points. All right. You got them. I'm staying far away. Uh, all right. Interesting game here. Uh, we have the Packers at the Vikings. The Vikings, as of now, Shane, tell me if you have a different line, but as of now, it looks like the Vikings are plus one and a half. Uh, the total is 47. Yeah, that's what I have as well. And I've, I have not bet this game. I've gone back and forth, convinced myself to take pretty much both teams at, at different instances. Again, it's a division dog, division dog at home. So that says take the Vikings. Uh, you know, everyone's been so down on the Packers. They've like, yeah. there haven't been any good. It's all about just them losing Devonte Adams, but it seems like Aaron Rodgers can make a Devonte Adams out of whoever is there. Right. I mean, he's always had a, a good wide receiver, whether it's been Cobb or Jordy Nelson or, um, you know, Devonte Adams, he's sort of always turned these guys into better players than they may appear to be. Now, Adams, I think, is the exception of this, but probably could have said that four years ago or five years ago about, yeah, about Jordy Nelson when he left and I think he went to he went to the Rams. So I think that um I think Rogers is just gonna figure it out. He's he's a back-to-back MVP for a reason. And I think uh yeah, I I, I think he's probably gonna figure it out. But I I just don't know what to make of this game. So I'm staying away. As am I and and every time every time I hear the name Jordy Nelson, I have to tell the story about uh uh, number of years ago, we're, we're doing our fantasy draft at, at the house we had. And, uh, it was, I guess the last, uh, it was like the last Saturday of the preseason, I think pretty close to the start of the year. This was the last time we did a draft before all the preseason games were over. Yes. Yes, it absolutely was. So I just remember, so we, we were doing our draft and, and we're just, we, we, we like, we would have the, we'd always have the, the people in the league over early, you know, we probably started at like noon, one o'clock, do the draft. Then we would tell, you know, other people to come over afterwards. We'd have a big party. So, uh, you know, we, we, we draft and everything, whatever it's cool. And, uh, uh, you know, we're outside and I kind of walk in and, and one of the guys in our league is, is just, he's standing right in front of the TV and he's just, just staring at it. And, uh, he's the only guy in the room. And I'm like, Oh, it's like, what game is this? And he's like, it's Packers and Jordy Nelson done for the year. And I was like, what? And he's like, Jordy Nelson done for the year. And then the draft board's literally right next to the TV. And I just look, and I think he took Jordy Nelson in the second round. Well, <laughs> it was, it was, so it was brutal. that's only brutal. half the story. So the next day. Uh, was the final games of the preseason and Andrew Luck was playing for the Colts and got injured. So this guy's first two picks were out for the entire year. So yeah, anyway, after that, we we, we wised up and uh, and yeah. wait until the end of preseason to do the drafts. And I also think it was the last time he was in our league. Yes, he, he quit <laughs> after that. Yep, Can't blame him. All right. Uh, we got the Chiefs at the Cardinals. Uh, looks like I am seeing right now Chiefs minus six, uh, total 53 and a half. I like the Chiefs in this one. I 
as, as you can tell, I've been taking a lot of dogs, but uh, I think the Chiefs, especially Mahomes, is going to really try and prove something this year. I think, uh, you know, we, we didn't really get a chance to do our, 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 our season awards picks, but one of the favorites is Mahomes. I think he's plus 900 to win MVP. I think this year he might have a similar year to what he's been having, but he has a storyline behind it of, Hey, they lost Tyreek Hill. Can he overcome that? And I think with that storyline that he's just going to go out there, he's going to do his normal thing. He's going to put up insane numbers, video game type numbers. But I think that, uh, I think especially against the the Cardinals week one, who, who seem to, you know, have hit a, a little bit of a, a road patch and, uh, in their progression from, from the past few years, I think the, uh, the chiefs just cruised along. I mean, it's Andy Reed coming off a bye pretty yep. much. And yeah, that's, we, that's, we, that's we know how that goes about it. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a great way to think about it. Um, yeah, that, that would be my lean as well, but, uh, but, uh, stay away from me. Um, oh man, another game that, that really had my attention. And when we did our, uh, when we did our, uh, team by team win total previews, uh, this one team really, we talked about quite a bit, uh, so this is the Raiders at the Chargers. Uh, the Chargers are minus three, and the total is fifty-two. Um, now I'm seeing you're laying uh, minus one twenty to get that to get that minus three with the Chargers. Uh, Shane, do you have, have a play on this one? Well, <laughs> what the uh, the numbers say, take the dog, take the division dog. But uh, this is one that I, I truly don't know what to make of. I, I'm I'm so high on the Chargers this year. And I think the, uh, the Raiders have some holes. I think, you know, brand new head coach as well. First game, I think they're going to be figuring things out on the fly, especially early in the year. So I, you know, I lean chargers, but I'm, I'm not going to lay those points in a division game. So I'm staying away. Yeah. Stay away from me as well. Um, yeah, I really could not get a, get a feel for it. I, I just, I, I can't, I can't, I really cannot wait to see what the Raiders look like this year. I, I just can't wait to see it. Cause I think it could go so many different directions. So so it, it almost feels like the pieces are there, but but can they put it together? And, and we'll find out. Yeah, I mean, look at what happened last year with their team. I mean, they they the whole Gruden scandal. They lost that. They lost the um, the GM. Their uh, number one pick from two years ago got arrested and put in jail for the rest of his life. They came overcome so much as a team last year in order to make the playoffs, and they made the playoffs with the team that they had and whatever pieces were there. They did it. So. This year, going in and not having all of those distractions and just being able to focus on football, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they won 12 games. I also wouldn't be surprised right. if they won five games because of the division they're in. So uh, we, we will uh, we'll wait and see with this Raiders team, how we want to bet them uh, moving forward throughout the season. Yep. All right. Uh, moving on to this disgusting game. We have the Titans at the Giants. Giants are plus five and a half. A big home dog. Uh, total forty three and a half. I I'm not gonna oh put it. I'm not gonna have it have an eye on this game. I could care less. This is just slop. Give it to me. I love it. <laughs> Here Come we on. go. Here Come we on. Go. Let's do it. So the Giants are at Tennessee in this game, and I'm sorry. That is uh, plus five and a half. I don't know why everyone's so high on Tennessee. So they had to have been the worst number one seed that I can remember in my lifetime last year in the playoffs. Now from that, they lost two of their starting offensive lineman. They have Derek Henry, who's coming back from a significant foot injury. They just lost their starting linebacker for the entire year. He got injured in practice. He's gone. Their top two wide receivers are both gone. They're gone. AJ Brown's gone. Um, 
uh, Julio Jones is is with the Bucks now. So they have a rookie who's coming in who's had asthma problems, and they have Robert Woods who's coming in off a significant injury. The last time we saw Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, he threw, I think it was four interceptions in that game. Why is this line five and a half? <laughs> I, Honestly, why is this five and a half? Just, get, just give me, the, I know they're playing the Giants, but Brable. give me Daniel Jones five and a half points on the road. It, it's easy. I would say give me Saquon Barkley before I said give me Daniel Jones to, to cover, cover anything. But uh, but I'm, I'm going to circle. Is Daniel Jones that much worse than Ryan Tannehill at this point? Yeah, yeah. No, he probably is. Yeah, no, he's awful. I, I don't think so. No, you, I mean, I you, am, you put him I, in the same situation Tannehill was in for the past few years. He's, he does the same thing. Tannehill's not a great quarterback. You saw what happened in the playoffs. He completely mm, yeah. effing choked. Oh, yeah, no, that is that is true. He was in the playoffs, so Danny Dimes may never see the playoffs. I, I'm circling this one because I think we're going to have a lot to talk about. Uh. When, when we recap, <laughs> when we recap these. All right, good game here. Um, we got the Bucks at the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys are actually getting two and a half at home, uh, and the total is fifty and a half. Bucks at Cowboys. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what this one. I mean, are like they should just do like a, a seven on seven for this game because I don't think either team has an offensive lineman to play. Um, Michael Parsons, Jason yeah, Peters. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, by the way, why, 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 why would they you... sign him when when a guy's been cut by four teams in four years? Because he goes in there, he collects a contract, and he just gets injured. That's why, all he does. Why are people, you know, you see people on on Eagles Twitter who are like upset about this, and I get that Jason Peters is a good part of the Eagles, but oh my god, like please, please, yes, this is such a gift that the it's Cowboys awesome. are going to put this guy to protect that Prescott. It. It's the best thing that could have happened. And I mean, it's the you best know, thing he's done for the Eagles, and he had some great years for the Eagles. Absolutely, absolutely. But this is, I mean, he's horrendous, and he can't he can't stay on the field. I I I did I I, I I'm so baffled by a why Dallas would sign him, and b why people care because he, he, Dak Dak better get eyes in the back of his head because it's gonna be it's gonna be tough with this guy trying to protect him. Yeah, right. I'm not. I have no lean on this game, yeah, but uh, I'm excited to see Parsons in his second year. I, I yeah, really wish he was not yeah. on the Cowboys because I, I I love watching that guy play. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I, I mean, you get of our, you know, basically in our Penn State lifetime, the two probably you know biggest biggest players for Penn State were Saquon Barkley and Michael Parsons, and they're on the Giants and Cowboys. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, oh, I'm, every single year, last yeah. or this year it was Dotson too, and now he's not on the same caliber. However. That guy was so much fun to watch play at Penn State, and now he's he's on the Commanders. Jahans, yeah. Um, all right, uh, and actually, I read uh, there are thirty six Penn State players uh, on active rosters week one in the NFL, so that's pretty good. All right, we are into Monday night with the Broncos at Seahawks. Seahawks are getting uh, six and a half, and the totals forty four and a half. So uh, Russell Wilson uh, back in Seattle, um, but Seahawks catching six and a half. What do you think? Gun to my head, I, w- I would take Seattle, but I, I just I can't I can't I, I haven't been able to bring myself to bet this game yet. Um, I, there's just not much to root for for Seattle. I'm, like no. there's there's nothing that I really like. I mean, Metcalf's fun to watch. Lockett's getting older. They don't really have an offensive line. They don't have a quarterback. Um, I don't know anything about their defense at this. I, I just, there's nothing exciting, but Seattle is a tough place to play. And that's six and a half points. And it's a Monday night game. I, I'm probably going to stay away, uh, because, I, I'm probably going to stay away from this game. 
if I had any success over the weekend, I'll, I'll be taking Seattle in this game. That was really one that I I, I considered locking up um, because I am just so I I am I just don't I, I I'm I'm not this guy who's like Russell Wilson is just this guy is going to step into any situation and go to the Super Bowl. Like people talk about him. I'm so, so happy. He's not on the Eagles. I, I, I you know, I, I mean, I know it was a rough, rough situation in Seattle, but he's got, he's got years on him and, and he just, he doesn't, he doesn't scare me as much as, as he once did. So, you know, I, I, going back to Seattle, there's going to be a lot of emotion there. I, I, I follow us on Twitter. Uh, you might get a lock out of me on, on this one, uh, uh, leading up to that game. But, uh, uh, stay tuned. But yeah, that was one that I, I really kicked around because I, I do think Seattle's horrible. They're absolutely awful. But I think there's so, so many, there's so many, you know, uncontrollable circumstances that are going to be going, going on in this game um, where it's like, all right, six and a half points at home. Yeah. It's a, you know, it looks pretty good in the NFL. So uh, yeah, stay tuned. We'll see. We'll see if I can, uh, if I can talk myself into it. So Joe, to recap, who are your four locks for NFL week one? My four locks are, we got the Ravens minus seven against the Jets. We got Carolina plus one and a half against Cleveland. Uh, We have the Jaguars plus two and a half against the uh, Commanders. And we have the Patriots plus three and a half against the Dolphins. Do I have have three three underdogs, man? I love it. Man, what is happening to me? Okay. And All right, seven, so, seven point favorite. Uh, yeah, I also have the Ravens. What do you I, got got? The, I, I lucked out and got them at, at six and a half. Uh, my six and a half for the Ravens. I have the Steelers at plus six and a half, the Texans at plus seven and a half, and the Giants at plus five and a half. Look at us, man. Six of eight underdogs. I'm proud yeah. of ourselves. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll see. A lot of favorites won in uh, college week one. Let's hope that trend doesn't continue in the NFL. All right, Joe, let's us uh, let us toss out what we're calling the teaser of the week. We'll each give a teaser. Uh, our standards will be a six point two team teaser. And uh, my teaser of the week will be Baltimore teasing them down to half a point. And I'm going to pair them with Let's pair them with the 49ers. The 49ers are also at six and a half right now. Get them down to half a point. So all we need is the 49ers and the Ravens to win. And uh, and that's a win. All right. We are actually, uh, we are thinking a little bit along the same line. So give me the Ravens. And and I guess for my purposes, since it is currently at seven, do I have to tease it down to a point? No, it doesn't really matter. So I'll, I'll, I'll tease the Ravens down to a point and then give me the Seahawks plus 12 and a half. Okay. Okay. Um, so Joe, I think with teasers, we should probably explain, explain how this works just for, for those, uh, those casual bears. So what we do with a teaser, you get six points, uh, on two teams and for those two teams, you get to add those six points. So as in the example we just gave, if it is a larger favorite, it gets teased down. If it's plus money, you get to move that up like uh, Joe's example there. So some of the things you should look for, for a teaser, there are certain numbers that you want to cross and certain numbers that you never want to cross. So the numbers that you want to cross are the seven and the three. So teasing down uh, in the example of if you have, say, seven and a half, you get to cross both those numbers. That's a great, great line to bet. So seven, uh, seven and a half, eight, 
eight and a half. Those are, those are the numbers you're looking for when you're teasing down, when you're teasing up, you want to look for the, the, the one and a half, the two, the two and a half, you're crossing both those numbers, the, the numbers that games typically land on the three and the seven. So that's what you want to look for there. Now, the number you never cross is a zero because you're just losing out on, on all the value that is associated with the teaser. Uh, the reason being, if you think a game's going to be a field goal game, either way, you shouldn't be betting it in a teaser. Uh, just, just something to completely stay away from. You'll save yourself a lot of money. Yep. Or just get drunk and do it and don't be a nerd like Shane. That's my strategy on teasers. All right, Joe, our last segment here, we're going to try something brand new. We are going to build a money line underdog parlay together. What we're going to do, we're each going to pick two games. We are going to get some, some great odds and, and see, see how well this is going to work. Now, what I recommend, don't do this if you want to make money. <laughs> don't do it. But let's have some fun here. So, Joe, Moneyline Underdog, give me, um, give me your first pick. And, and let, let's just say this. We're both going to bet this. We're both going to put money on this. We can't. No veto powers at all. We got to do it. So, who do you got first? Steelers. I got him at plus 228 to beat Cincinnati. And then I'm going to go with the Pats plus 158 to beat the Dolphins. All right. All right. Two, two good bets there. So I was leaning for the Steelers as well. So let me, uh, let me look. I'm going to toss in some other ones there. Oh, I know one. I know one you're going to hate. You're going to hate this. Let's go with the Giants. I got a plus 198. And, oh man, one more. Who do we got? I'm surprised you didn't go with the, uh, the, um, Seahawks there, Joe. Uh, yeah, I considered it. You want, you want to, you want to, you want to, no, no, I don't. I okay. Don't. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's go with, oh man, should I go with the Lions against the Eagles? I can't do that. Can't do that. All right. Let's go with, uh, let's go with the Jaguars. I think we, we were both talked about them in, in the preview. We both like right. them. So I like that. Giants are going to, Giants are going to kill us here, but okay. All right. So a hundred dollar, uh, parlay here pays five thousand bucks beautiful that is it for our week one uh, nfl locks please stay with us all year we're going to be recapping these picks see how we did and we're going to be giving uh we're going to be giving good picks moving forward throughout the entire season and as i said before follow us on twitter at philly overs uh we'll be giving out giving out locks on the fly there so you're not going to want to miss them we're one to know on twitter picks so far this year already so you're going to want to follow us on twitter appreciate it For Joe Simonera, I'm Shane Curran. That's all for today's show. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Remember, rate, review, subscribe, and always bet on yourself. Philly and the Over is brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe?